world is crazy, I ain't got the remedy We are cosmic extremities, memories become imperilies Clarity, who got the longevity, sipping Hennessy for solidarity Fundamentally, 2020 accidentally created mass hilarity Disparity, environmentally, eliminate legacy Helplessly turned into weaponry, successfully, allegedly American dream has got the motherfucking death penalty, let's go So tick tock, why you can't, motherfucker? Tick tock, why you can't, motherfucker? <laughs> oh, we just started a band. <laughs> the beatboxers forgot. Yeah. If you're well, listening, it's uh, Danny DeVito turned into a Dorito. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's well, yeah, so well, sometimes like think of it like you just got to finish it and trust that the effort that you're putting into it mm. is going to make it look better. Dude. You know what I mean? Like you can't trust that like, the effort that you're putting into yeah, it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, when you're building like, say like a Lego model, like a, the Falcon or whatever, you always start with one piece at a time, dude. Not everything's put in there instantly. If it did, what's the fun in building it? You know, that's the whole right. point of Shit. like, do you know what I'm like? That's yeah, how I'm trying yeah. to dude, explain it. That no, way. no, dude. That's like seriously, you hit the nail on the head for me personally. You just, you just verbalize what I've been trying to verbalize, and like one little punch, the whole like, gosh, diggity darn it. Sorry, guys. The um the transition button stuck. There we go. Well, shit. All right. There we go. What's up, digital friend? Glad you could join me. This episode is with my two boys. Jason and Jimmy. They're both full-time artists out in the Atlanta circuit. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a term, but that's one of my favorite things about the podcast is the more people I've had on, I see this like crazy connectivity, right? And how really connected we really all are in these like little cities, but it also just compounds into the world. And man, if you're feeling like a little drop, hey, you're still a part of the pond, bro. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, we talk about that even how um, Jimmy, Jason, and uh, and Kate, who I've had on the podcast as well, and how they got connected and how really together they've created this force. And you know, we're stronger together, right? Hive mind shit, yada yada. Anyways, we had a lot of fun over at Jason's place, man. We cooked out, had a social distance dinner. It was rad as hell. He has the sweetest place, and they're the sweetest two dudes ever. So. Without further ado, my digital friends. Let's get it. Put <laughs> everything satanic on our like artwork. Right? <laughs> you gotta hide a little uh, satanic cross like in the bottom left corner, yes. or in like the eyeball of one of your whatever you're drawing. I mean, you got two thirds of Satan's little helpers here, dude. <laughs> let's go. That's true. I'm glad we stuck with that name. That kind of like like landed when we did the first uh, drink and draw together. Yeah. So wait, right. you have to explain though. What is it? So we started a couple years ago and uh, <clears throat> just need a group chat name. Came up with Satan's Little Helpers, me, Kate, and Jimmy. Yeah. And kind of just stuck together. I feel like that makes the most sense because it like represents visually what we kind of do. Yeah. Just about in everything. So if if it's. Gosh. Do you, have you guys been kind of rolling together for a while now? I've been seeing that. And how, how does that work with artists? Is it kind of like almost like a coven or something? <laughs> kind of. It's been at least, what, it's two years? It's been like a. It's about to be two years. Yeah, we did like... No, um, it's been more than two years. I mean, I thought it was like last yeah. year. I'm only remembering when 
uh, in the start of January, we started booking shows and doing shows together and traveling uh, right. uh, state to state and booking hotels together and then fucking partying together when it went well, <laughs> which was my favorite part yeah. always. Yeah. And Let's it just, uh, I figured like I, that, that was when I took, that was when I took it serious. Cause like, I mean, I finally became friends with y'all. I felt I had to, you know, keep the serious up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mean with your own me. artwork? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, cool, man. Yeah, so we started like, pushing each other. So it almost kind of like made you guys kind of become like at a at a higher level kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, I started because I started following Kate around mm-hmm. and just doing the show she did. I kind of copied her for a while. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, we came up to a show that she was running at Battle and Brew. Uh huh. And one night we all met, clicked. Uh, we that's did another really show ha- together, like the weekend after, and then. Did some magic. Yeah, some we rituals. started. We started texting each other. And Wait, then, yeah. was the show we did after that was the nostalgia show? It, I, I it think something I rem- at that brewery. we did. We d- right reformation? No, no not know, reformation. I can't remember shit. You know, Orpheus? No, it wasn't Orpheus. It was just me and you. I don't know. I don't know no more either, man. But I just remember the two events that solidified our for me our friendship as it began was the um, nostalgia art show. And then the drink and draw that Kate ran that night. That oh was like, yeah, because yeah. she let us at our table at her table. Yeah, dude, I felt so cool. She's like, I know, come right? over here. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> which rest in peace, Kate. She couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. She's uh, here in spirit. She's here. Yeah, I always love having her on, man. She's great. Um, do you, it's crazy, man, because like now more than ever, especially the podcast for me really was this, you know, and I saw it in Dreambeard too, but the association, like the power of connect, of connectivity, the power of like how somehow you were just like you had, uh, you know, for whatever reason admired, like what Kate was putting out, started kind of like, uh, you know, connecting with her. And then all of a sudden like Jimmy, boom, y'all connect. And all of a sudden it just like puts you guys at like a higher level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it blows my mind how powerful it is and how much, I don't know if that's like a narrative growing up that we really are stressed about. I felt like, and I'd love to hear from you, like growing up, it seems like you just kind of like develop friends somehow, whether it was just like at school and was like, Hey, we're, we're friends now. And then the thing about it is, is like, after you become friends, there's this feeling of like, well, we got to be friends forever now. And then like, the problem is, is if you're not careful, whenever told, it's like, that's nothing. There's nothing wrong with having friends forever. Mm. But like, if you are stuck within this certain group, does it limit you access to who you could even be? So in other words, like if y'all were in some other friend group and you never took the time for each other, never built this like trinity of artists, essentially, <laughs> would you be at the level you're even at? Well, that, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I can I can kind of answer that just because like previously with the band thing I kept another uh, circle with uh, my bassist my drummer and my guitarist at the time and at the same time I was developing the friendship with you and Kate and so managing both became difficult because I was still doing shows playing shows having practice and then like keeping up with the work you guys have been doing because that's really what also helped make yeah. me what I am is like, oh, Jason just did this piece. Where the fuck am I at? What am I doing? You know, <laughs> yeah, Case yeah, just yeah. finished like uh, doing this cool new t-shirt design for so-and-so. And I'm like, you're lacking, Jim. What the fuck are you doing, kid? Keep Let's up. Go. You know? Yeah. And, and so um, uh, with the band, it was always 
uh, weekend after this, weekend that, and the weekend after that, we got to go out of state for a show. It just became a lot to balance. And I mean, there's a saying my pops used to say, I can't really remember now, but like, I don't even know why I brought it up, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> like, like, like don't overexpand yourself to where you can't grow you in one. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. man. No, yeah, totally, man. I totally. So it was supernatural, Jimmy and Kate. Yeah. Like we didn't have to work. Yes. That's a good point. Didn't dude. have to try to meet up. We saw each other, you know, every week. It just happened. Because of yeah. events or whatever. There's something to that, man. It's like it's, I call it the unfolding. It's like there's this feeling that existence, if you'll just allow it, will unfold in front of you. You know, this idea that things are kind of just becoming available to you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you were saying, it's just like it kind of unfolded your opportunity to to meet Kate and to develop that that relationship. And it kind of unfolded how you, how all three of you kind of developed this relationship. And it just kind of happened without resistance. And I feel like that to me is the most conscious way to live life. It's just like to kind of identify those like kind of little opportunities that are presenting themselves that seem to like be unfolding for you, you know, where you're not Mm -hmm. having to like try real hard and like, yeah, I got to make this work and I'm stressed out and yada, yada. You know, it's more like, man, just like kind of let it happen Mm -hmm. and and be present. That's right. It just, it just happens. Like it as, um, well, the first show we did together, what was it? Oddities Expo, right? Yeah. The first one we traveled to. Well, that was out of state and then in state, right? We did the one at the Atlanta Expo Center. Is that even a place? Yeah, I think so. That was a long while ago, man. But yeah, it just happened. We all signed up for it. That definitely wasn't the first show we did together. First one we did was at a brewery, Ironmonger. That's right. You're my only customer that day. Did I ever I tell beer, you? I, I still beer. got that piece. <laughs> I have a beer sponsor. We can't say beers. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, right, just, yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just like, I'm yeah, just yeah. playing. I'm just playing. But yo, if you were listening and you want to be my beer sponsor, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, believe, I believe about every other beer name for you. No, I'm just kidding. But we, we, had, we had the same goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were doing the same thing, same goals. Yes. And I totally get that, man. And, and I feel like that I have adjacent myself in a friend in a friend community that is like that. And, you know, I was actually just talking to my friend. We were talking a little bit about him out the podcast, Maddie Mullins. And, uh, we were talking, man. And I, I told him, I was just like, man, when I get around you in Nashville, like there's a way that you work that rubs off on me. And I notice, like I get home and I'm working like that, the way you work, which is this like super productive structure. <laughs> like I got, you know, it's like, you know, things are timed in the day and yada, yada. And I was like, man, dude, it, like I was like thank you for like being a person in my life that like when I get around you I actually rise up to like some other thing you know what I mean like it like I don't get around you and then I like suck more because you've like kind of pulled me into this like you know bullshit that you want me to be a part of or whatever you know Mm -hmm. and I think it's so important man that's again the people you put yourself around you know and that's what I mean is like man if you have those kind of people it doesn't mean that you have to like completely wipe them out of your life life but man like doesn't it feel better to be around the people that make you want to become better you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i think one question i would love to ask you guys like as an artist going into this like how you're like oh our relationship just happened and this happened and i think like as a listener if you're like just starting out as an artist or you're drawing your first fucking stick figure as we speak because you're inspired you know like wherever you're at on that journey people can feel like jaded because they're like well it just fucking worked out for them and they're they got their trinity little fucking coven of artists and well good for them but i'm over here and i'm fucking trying to do my thing and no one's 
that's trying to do it with me and, and nothing's going to ever work out for me and like yada yada. And so it's like, there's always going to be the, that kind of like voice too in existence. And mm-hmm. so I guess like to, to, to speak to that, like how much do you feel like is also just preparation? Like, so there's this idea of like it, things happen, but how much was like the preparation of you guys developing your styles and like, and working hard as an artist, like, years before that and like and how it all led up to you being able to let things unfold hashtag luck i mean i was i was a graphic designer from high school until march of this year yeah so that's exactly that i did art you know my entire life so you were grinding and grinding yeah but i didn't i didn't put focus into art until the last three years yeah but yeah, all those experiences kind of led up to it. I did photography, vlogging, yeah, all kinds of shit. Damn, tons oh. of mistakes. Damn, I'm sitting on the question trying to exactly figure out how I can answer that exactly. Like, well, what, what, yeah, I mean it's hard. Yeah, I mean I'm not. There's no mean, right or wrong. But like how how did I become dedicated to, to like how much? Doing so it in or? other words, like how much is luck? So how much, like if there's a percentage as an artist and you look back at the luck of you guys coming together with Cade and all mm-hmm. these things we've been talking about, like how much of that is luck and how much of that is like work? Like how much is that? In other words, someone's listening like, man, well that was just, you're just lucky. Well, how much is that of like for everyone else listening is also like, well, okay, well, I also had to fucking put a lot of work in to get good enough for Kate and, and manic or vice versa to even fucking uh-huh. look at me with that kind of like level of respect of, you know, the I, grind. I, can, I think I can kind of answer it now with, uh, with that. Uh, and I'll bring it back to the nostalgia show before I met you guys. Cause I saw you and Kate as like fucking like these fucking giants in the art community that I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do to get to that level? I'm like, I got to earn the respect. How do you do that? Put in the fucking work. Cause no yeah. one else is going to do it for you, bro. Like, I know like you can complain. Oh, they did this, do that. Don't worry about them. They ain't you. Yeah. They're not you. Who's going to put the ink on this paper? Nobody yeah. else but you. It's just you. You got to be your own biggest supporter yeah. when it comes to that. So us meeting, I'd say was like 10% luck because we kind of built our way up to there through the hard work we've done, you know, wanting to create a piece to put in that show. And then we just all happen to be in that show. That's the luck part. You know what I mean? So 90% hard work and then 10% luck. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's all about the work. Dude, I love that. I love that answer because I really now that I've been, I've been around different artists on the podcast and I've met different people over different capacities. And I really feel like that is the common theme to like successful people or admired people or whatever that, that word and description is for you. It's people that are about it. Like be about it. Like, in other words, you know, if you're listening and you want to be an artist then be about it, like put in the fucking grind to learn the technique. Like, you know, spend the hours, like looking at the people you love, like to figure out their techniques or whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Like me with podcasting, it's like, 
I've been doing it for years. Like my old ones suck and some of these still suck. And maybe someone will think this one sucks, but it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's all about the grind. You just get out and mm-hmm. you do it again. You know, it's like film, you know, film, like we were talking about like this new short I did. It wasn't about it being perfected. It was about being about it, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. am I going to be, am I going to do film or not? Like, am I going to be about it? Like, mm-hmm. am I going to fucking do it? Am I going to put the, like the, the rubber to the road? Am I going to take the step? Or am I just going to fucking think about it? Because anybody can think. Like, anybody can sit in their fucking couch and think about shit they want to be about. But, like, who's actually being about it? And I think that's what separates people who are actually out there doing cool shit Mm -hmm. that everyone's, like, admiring is because they're fucking doing it. (laughs) That's really, like, like, I hate to say that's really the simple answer is, is just doing it. Like, you could have, like, two people who are, who want to be big shot artists. Exactly. Use uh person A, person B, person A is like, I want to be like like this guy, and I I want to do these great things, and so on and so forth. And B guy says the same thing, but the only difference is B guy sits down and draws and yeah. he keeps doing it and he's doing it consistently he's putting in the work and he's like huh he just got lucky no dude he fucking yeah. put in the fucking work dude just <laughs> do it I'm yes. pretty I'm pretty sure this is how Jimmy did it too. We both worked forty hours a week for years and years. But during that time, we would wake up in the morning, draw, go to work. Any break, any lunch period, we would draw. Yeah. Come home after a long commute, uh, maybe oh, from gosh. like 8 until 2 in the morning. Draw, wake up at 7 again. Hell yeah. Dog, that was a stressful feeling too, dog. Like after getting off of work, realizing you only got like five hours to doodle to doodle yeah. and draw and stuff. And then all day Saturday, Sunday, yeah, vending or making more product. That was a lot of pressure back then, dude. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. we dedicated to this now. Yeah. No, yeah, dude. That's crazy. Like, is it weird, you know, even like what you were just saying, is it ever psychedelic to look back at yourself? Like when you're in that grind and you're like, am I ever going to be totally. be that? And now like you're kind of at a place that you wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. We both quit our jobs in March. We did. Damn. God, that was great dude. was it because of covid or no. was it no we, <laughs> we didn't even really oh, we weren't thinking about it we when didn't. when we quit Whoa. like do you want to tell like your yeah like, dude quit, quit job quitting you. experience first jason or you want me yeah to i mean i had a great relationship with my boss uh i love her to death uh worked for her at harley davidson for like seven maybe eight years doing graphic design and uh I got a draw whenever I wanted when I was done with work, but I just didn't have the time. Yeah, and that time like, yeah. Just, yeah, I saved up some money. It's time to bounce. Saved up like half a year's worth of bills. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to see if this works. Dude, that's it did. wild. Did she ever give you like a safety net just in case to come back or whatever? Oh, yeah, always. Okay. Dude. I, I never had to do it. That's so sick, mm-hmm. man. What about you? Well, for me... uh the choice to quit came when uh, we vended at a um, spooky empire last yeah. year around October. It was on and, Halloween. Yeah, it was it was on a weekend, wasn't it? Whatever day oh, it was Halloween, Halloween weekend. weekend. Yeah. yeah. And um uh it was the show was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The show ended like in the afternoon. We'd get back to the uh B and B but then I had work the next day at eight o'clock in the morning and it was already uh-huh. coming around eight o'clock when we was chilling in the B and B and I'm like Fuck, dude! I gotta leave now because it's like what, like six, five hour drive. We were in, we were in Tampa. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was in Tampa. Yeah, we were in Tampa. He had to work. Yeah, the next like, morning at Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, and there's a time he's like, 
Doug, I really don't want to go, but I also don't want to get yelled at when I, when I, you know, so I just, I said, fuck it, I'm going to go. And I left and I could not make the drive. I ended up staying at a hotel for like an hour, hour and 30 minutes and then bounce and then went directly to work. Cause I spent an hour at the hotel and dog, that fucking sucked, man. Yeah. Like I, I was talking to my boss and uh, the owner at the time and I was like, dude, can you guys compromise with me? Cause I mean, I want this business to grow. I want to get better at it. I mean, I'll still give you guys a hundred percent that I've been doing. He's like, no, we can't. That's not really fair to the team. We, we need you here a hundred percent. You either work here or you work there. And that stuck with me. Whoa. Like you either work here or you work there. And I'm like, Oh shit. Well, I know what I want to do. Yeah. So, dude. I mean, that, that led up to the, to the whole, if I want my art to grow and become bigger, than it is now, I mm-hmm. got to make the jump. Yeah. I, I remember I stopped you from quitting for like three months. You did. I was ready you, to until bounce, you had, dude. <laughs> until you had a little in your savings account. That's yeah. smart. Dude, my first, I was about to quit with like 200 in the bank account, bro. Yeah. I was not <laughs> ready. Go. I was not ready, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. And dude. But that's so, there's, that's, there's so many multi-levels to that. To having a friend to be there to like, to be like, yo, dude, you know, maybe wait. To like be that, like to have that kind of again, the mm-hmm. people around you are so important. But then it's also like, I think about those forks in the road. Like you guys are met with this fork in the road. We're like, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that those are the most obviously monumental times in our life because I mean, man, what would happen if y'all would have went the other way? You know what I mean? We'll never know for yeah, sure. I'd still but be like, there and I exactly. I'd be at a desk. Who knows? Who knows, man? Maybe, life, maybe maybe something COVID did something, and then maybe your art started falling down, and you started. Maybe I'll just stick with this, like with this Harley stuff, and I'll start putting my energy back into that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what I mean? Like it's like who knows? Like it's so weird how we're the product of like just our choices. And I think about that, like the fork mm-hmm. in the road, man. Like that's so. Mm-hmm wild man like when you look back at that like does it ever feel like wild to you to like be like damn dude like what if i i cannot see myself because that's a big decision that you were like that you were like yo dude i'm i'm bouncing i'm gonna do this dog i'm for real there was a point where i was like i'd fucking rather be homeless in the forest than you know like i was like there i was ready to, to just drop dude Mm. and like i'll I'll bring up a story that uh i mean i'm not gonna say that my job wasn't bad i didn't hate it it was great graph i was it was i was a graphic designer for a food packaging place and the owner was cool and i mean he was cool enough to take us all on these team building events he took us skydiving and he's like this kind of thing uh builds like a, a team teamwork and you know sticking together and helps you like make uh tough decisions with stuff and dog, have you ever been skydiving? No, my wife has. It's fucking <laughs> terrifying, dude. dude, I, dude I don't, I'm too scared, dude. I dog, think I'll I, never do it. Like when before I got on the like on the plane, I'm sure everybody else had their own thought, but I'm like, I mean, this is a man-made thing, and man make mistakes. You know, yes. there was a part of me that's like, you gotta accept. Are you okay with leaving this world? Whoa. I'm like. I don't know, bro. I still got my whole future. And it's like, are you okay with it? Yeah, fuck it, dude. Whatever. You know, just that's it, heavy. It is. I mean, that, that's what I had to tell myself to be like, you know what? Fuck it. If if I survive, then yeah, it's fun. You know, great. I did it, and now there's nothing else that can compare like like to that. Yeah. But if I die, well, what? Hit the respawn button. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. It's 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 whatever. You yeah. know. But at that that day, I was 
ready to go. Whoa. Death could have taken me that day, and I would have been like, all right. Whoa, dude. I'm just saying, like, so how do you, how do you feel like psychologically that has propelled you into your destiny thus far, having that strength of like, you've made that decision already where you're like, you know what? If I got to go, I got to go. Like, when you're not, a, people live off of existential angst and fear yeah. of death. And you made that decision. Doug, when you're not afraid of it anymore, really what's left to stop you, bro? Exactly. Like the sec- that you can relate that to quitting your job too. Like, like, oh, I'm scared to leave my job because what if you come like no money, no, no food? How am I going to survive? I mean, fucking just save like 30 bucks a month, get a yeah. membership at fucking YMCA and like, you know, shower from there, but do what you got to do, man. Like, yeah. I know it's going to suck, but if you let that barrier state, like keep you back, you're not going to progress any further than you are now. Exactly, mm-hmm. man. And it's, it's, uh, it's about resilience. And I really feel like that I'm not saying, and obviously it's a general statement to say that like, we don't have resilience in our generation, but there is this, like, we've been handed things so much that like, it's, it's like, we have a hard time leaning into uncomfortability. I feel like as our, Mm -hmm. as like our generation and younger, and that's actually where like things change and shift. That's like the best thing you can do Mm -hmm. is lean into uncomfortability. Like I'm sure when you guys are learning a new technique or like trying to like grow your art, it could feel uncomfortable. It's like stretching you a little oh, bit. Yeah. You're doing like some mm-hmm. new technique or something. And you're like, ah, oh, this feels a little weird. It's like, but then it makes you bigger and yeah, a better don't person. Be a, don't be afraid to mess up. Exactly. I mess up all the time. Like you got to expect to mess up, dude. You're not going to do like, yeah, like, like you're I not gonna... everything up. And then, <laughs> yeah, That's one out of 10 things comes out right. Mm-hmm. How but do then you... you learn to fix it? Yeah. You get better at it. You know, how do you, how do you break away that thought? Cause I've always had, uh, I've always had, um, that, uh, that vibe of like when I'm creating, like, so this is, I would love to hear how you guys get out of your head. Essentially when I'm making something, it don't matter if it's music or I mean, fuck, even if I'm trying to pretend to be an artist in my bed and I'm painting something that's going to look like dog shit, like whatever the capacity of creativity is, or I'm writing or whatever, I'm going to be doing a speech. I can't get sometimes out of, um, the thought that like, I can't get out of the thought out of my head that like people are seeing the finished product as I create. Like, in other words, like it's hard for me to like put, to start creating without thinking it's done. Like, you know what I mean? Like I almost, I almost look at it as if the first thing I put on the paper is like the final product, you know? And so it, it psychs me out sometimes where I'm like, shit, dude, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just being able to, like you said, fail or draw it 10 times, I feel like the first time is supposed to be like the final one. I feel so, that. I, I know what you mean. So, no, you're good. I know what you mean by that. Yeah. I'm, I see the finished product in my head yeah. before I start it mm-hmm. and then just try to find ways to get there. To get there. Yeah. That seems similar to me. Like, cause I definitely agree where it's like, especially when I'm shooting films, like there's things I want, I can already see, but I think that like when I'm like editing or something like that, I feel like trapped sometimes, you know what I mean? Like by this idea that like, oh shit, it's gotta be done like now. Like, I don't know. Maybe I have this sense of wanting, even when I edit, I want things to be done in one day. Like it's hard for me to have a project that's like long. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you shoot, you have a list of things you need, right? Lighting, Mm -hmm. uh, camera angles, Mm -hmm. shots, uh, a roll, B roll Mm -hmm. sound. 
So when I'm making a piece, I draw it out first a couple times, mm-hmm. do the color, uh, then lay it down with tracing paper or projector or something. Mm-hmm. I prepare all this stuff first. Mm. And then I have all these parts just putting together. I've ah. made the piece like two or three times. Okay. If, maybe in my head only, but... That makes sense. So you've kind of like almost like a chess player can see the moves like out, like the 10 moves that it's going to take to get to the finished product. Like like I know what I want it to look like. Yeah. And so you almost maybe, reverse engineer maybe not it. exactly, but... Does it feel like you're reverse engineering yes. almost? Yeah. For me. Like, can you summarize the question again? I got lost in my train of thought. No, you're all right. It was basically like when you're working, how do you get out of your head that like it's not the finished product? Like how are you okay with failing on the first drawing or on the first sketch or the, like how do you get away from that? Like the world's watching me presently. Like, oh, like like how how to zone out and just, well, how it looks like art looks bad the first 90% you're making it Uh uh-huh. until you do the final line work. Yeah. So how, how do, do you, you stay? Get yeah. Through that? Yeah. How do you get through that without like without? And maybe it's just me. Like I would think that it looks like shit. Like, do you just know that it's not going to? Like, no. Like like a lot of times. I mean, you can do like a a bad drawing and and still kind of be good. Uh, but like um, by that I mean like you can dick around and draw stuff like um, like the Danny Dorito for example. Mm-hmm. I was dicking around with that. Like I did not expect it to be good. I just wanted it to be funny. Which yeah. is, I wanted it to be done. Have you seen it? It's the yes, best uh, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if you're well, listening, it's uh, Danny DeVito turned into a Dorito. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, so yeah. With, good. Sometimes, like, think of it like you just got to finish it and trust that the effort that you're putting into it mm. is going to make it look better, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you can't trust that like, the effort that you're putting into. Yeah, it. like. Uh, you know, when you're building, like, say, like a Lego model, like a, the Falcon or whatever, you always start with one piece at a time, dude. Not everything's put in there instantly. If it did, what's the fun in building it? You know, that's the right. whole point of, Shit. like, do you know what I'm, like, that's yeah. how I'm trying yeah. to dude, explain it no, that way. No, dude, that's, like, seriously, you hit the nail on the head for me personally. You, ju- you just verbalized what I've been trying to verbalize and, like, one little punch, the whole, like, trusting that the effort that you're putting into it will actually propel and make, will propel the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I do that when I'm seeing, when I'm writing a song. Like, you just literally, if someone was asking me that question, you perfectly put it into perspective where it's, like, I'm trusting that, like, the fucked up, stupid mm-hmm. shit I'm doing, like, <laughs> at the present <laughs> moment is gonna eventually, like, a puzzle piece start falling into place. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a rap or a song or this it's like i'll start just doing things you know and like create and popping shit out there and then eventually it's like oh it's coming together it all just comes together together in the end like you because all the lines got all the lines connect at the end yeah fuck (laughs) (laughs) dude okay all lines dude it all comes together in the end, all lines meet to one. You literally just described the existence of our life, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, literally, you're blowing my mind. I mean, think about it. That's exactly what it is, dude. It's like... No, it's because, like, you said, it. it's like when you're writing music or, like, writing lyrics to a song or a rapper, like, that's the case for everything. Like, yeah. like 
even with work, if you're working like a regular nine to five, you trust that the yeah. effort you put in is going to get you a promotion or what that's the case Dude. for everything that you do really yeah. that you want to do. Do you think that separates us from animals? Like, is that what gives us the edge, that ability to know that the effort we're putting into is going to lead out to like a certain kind of outcome? Mm-hmm. That ability to kind of almost think about the future. Well, was, some animals do think about that. That's what I was do. wondering. I think bonbos, really, uh, dolphins, ravens, the, ravens, like uh, types of covids, different whatever. Dolphins are dope as fuck. Type dude. of birds. Uh, I was, I was, are. I was getting the image of like no crows, crows, crows do. Crows is what I mean. Crows. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn. I just have I think to, octopus do, but they just don't teach each other. I things. think <laughs> octopus is a straight alien, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I've always had that point of like we don't realize how like wondrous this fucking world is. Literally anything. Around, we're sitting out in this beautiful backyard that's been turned into an oasis, utopia of artistry in the middle of the beautiful woods. But it's like anything out here. If it was on another planet, we'd be freaking the fuck out about. Like, I mean, anything. A tree, an apple, a tangerine, a fucking anything. But it's commonplace to us, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, we live in a fucking magical land. <laughs> like, And we just forget it and take it for granted. We walk around, you know, like, just fucking caught up in the human story, which is currently COVID and all this other shit and the presidential <clears throat> debates and election and like yada yada. Yeah, and it's so, like, but what's really <clears throat> real is like also out here. Mm-hmm. Just like those chirping that you hear in the fucking mm-hmm. mic, you know? Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's crazy how caught up we are into that human story. I think a lot of folks dive too hard into the human story and they just forget that there's all this around mm-hmm. them. And you forget how like, small you are compared to like a goddamn blue whale or whatever yeah. like you've been to the georgia aquarium right oh yeah dude. Dog. i was humbled i took my I was, three-year-old recently yeah. again and dude yeah blue is fucking yeah, it's <laughs> it wicked man i i was in the the little walking place where it's just like glass oh, doors yeah, and yeah, like yeah, i was yeah, walking the on the thing, yeah. yeah i stepped on the the little moving floor mm-hmm. and just watched as these yes. sea giants hovered over him like Dog, I am nothing compared to these <laughs> beasts of tiny this, little boy of this earth, bro. I felt yeah. like like if I was going one on one, dog, I'm yeah, I just that humbled me, bro. Like I feel like for everything, when you see, there's always gonna be something that humbles you, man. Even with art, mm. you see. Oh shit, dude! I don't know, I'm diving deep into my own head. Dude, I, no, I'm gonna stop. That's, I'm gonna no, stop, that's but. great. You're on a fucking rail, dude. And I, I can't agree more. It's like we just forget. We forget that we're a part of all this and how big it really is. We don't get out into nature enough. We don't understand. Like we have just been so lost in the matrix of the internet in the last like you know 20 years that mm-hmm. like we've just forgotten that there's so much more that exists to this realm, you know? And I think that maybe, I guess we're evolving to where that reality will carry more weight and maybe already does carry more weight than this real reality, you know? And uh, it sucks, but maybe that's just where we're supposed to be. One thing I wanted to ask you guys about too is like, speaking of COVID and just like the emotional state of like not only ourselves, but like just humanity how much has that like affected your art since like March, you know? Mm. Like, has there been phases where you yeah. couldn't create and could? There yeah, were... I had a show the yeah, first can... month, <clears throat> March, the end of March, and I'd been creating nonstop February up to then. And as soon as everything started shutting down, 
I kind of just stopped for like two months. Mm. Yeah, I did too. Till maybe mid May. Because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't work anymore. There was a little bit of like, oh, there's a little feeling that gave me like, why am I, why am I even putting in artwork if nothing's, you know, everything's shut down? Is that yeah. what you mean? Kind of like that. Like I felt Kinda, like for me, yeah. for me, like there was no purpose anymore in doing art for like a little, for a little bit. I'm like. And then there came a point where I was like bored and just sad and like down. I was like, I'm going to just draw because that's what I want to do. That's did, what did, I like to after do. After a point, that's what got me out of my head. Yeah. Af- like I figured out making the art made me feel better. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which is why we do it, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, boy. Uh, this is, and, and I'm not saying you guys felt this or have you ever heard an artist say this, but like, or even during that time, I wonder, I, just it's like another weird perception is like, would you ever feel like guilty in that time? Like, especially in the early time when there's like this like sense of like, man, everyone's losing their jobs and no one knows what they're going to do. Like, did you ever feel guilty selling art? Like just being like, hey, but I know this shit's going on, but hey, you want to... You want to buy some shit? <laughs> like, no, I mean, not in a bad, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you felt that way. I'm just saying it's just a crazy perspective that came to my mind. Well, um, well, what I, what I, uh, the way I looked at it is like when the whole COVID thing happened, I was, I mean, I wasn't counting on it happen. Like I had quit and then there was no events for the rest yeah. of the year. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, I got to fucking make some money somehow. Cause I only have yeah. like 2k in the bank to survive. That's like good yeah. for one or two months. And then yeah. that's it. So I uh, thought, I mean, I'm going to put my art out there and make it for sale, but I'm not going to pressure nobody and force them to do it. I'm just like, hey, I understand everyone's yeah. everyone's feeling this hit, and some people are were still working at the time, but, like, I I mean, that's the only thing I could do. Like, I ain't got no other choice but to do it. Yeah. And no, then I if, feel they, if they buy it, uh, that's something yeah. fun for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. And like a, in a weird a ass time. Therapy. Yeah. yeah. Retail therapy. Um, yeah. But like, uh, like, hey, like only buy it if you can afford it, my dude. Like, yeah. I'm not going to cry if you say no because literally everything. Yeah. So thank you. you dude, know? I, no, man, I think that's the best perspective to have. And if I could have sold art in that capacity during that time, that's exactly what I would have thought too. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was like, who the fuck wants a video right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I get you. I get you. So it was, it was, you know, it was such a weird feeling, a weird time. You were talking too about like how it helped you cope. Like, and what did that feel like in that moment when you had that surge of like going from two months or whatever it was to just like no art to that moment where you felt that like kind of energy kind of entering back into you. It's like, like an escape. I want to say kind of like, like, yeah, everything's around you is falling apart, but here you are building your own little fucking character or mm-hmm. universe on this one little piece of paper or a song. And it's just like, you just forget about everything yeah. else right there. I mean, that's why I like doing it. Cause I'm yeah, doing getting and putting, lost yeah, in it. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, Get into a zone. Yeah. Yeah. Flow state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flow state. And nothing else matters. Yes. That's my favorite part about creating too, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. And it doesn't matter what the medium. That's what I've kind of found that I feel. That's what's so psychedelic to me about just the the human experience is that I thought that like there were certain things, especially as a musician, that like that flow state I felt on stage when everyone was in unison and just like, especially when you're vibing with the crowd too, you're like, there's just some shit there that's like fucking crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. But then I, then what blew my mind is I felt that in other ways too. And shit, I even feel it now when I'm like filming or like taking someone's picture and we're like in that moment together. Mm -hmm. And like, there's just like, I'm lost. I'm not thinking about 
anything else but that moment. And so it's crazy to me how that that ex- same experience is very universal. Like, you know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. tap into that no matter like whatever the medium be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you. I'm trying to. I'm like, do I give them a minute? You know, they're looking at me. I'm like, do I give them a second? No, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm stewing on on the word you, on, on what just you're speaking. Deep. It's just, yeah, it's getting deep. Yeah, and of course, dude. I like to get deep, dude. I like to get deep, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, damn, I'm got, ugly laughing a bit. If it gets, if it gets got, got really real off the podcast, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jason was like, dude, you can't call me dad anymore, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too it's, real. It's too Girl, call it's me daddy. Real. Call me daddy. <laughs> Daddy's the joke. Dad is too real. <laughs> no, daddy's the kink. Yeah, Dad exactly. Dad is too real. <laughs> exactly. It's like, dude, I'm not paying your bills, Ryan, but, you know, if you want to get kinky, we, yeah, <laughs> we, can, yeah. we can play around, <laughs> dude. No, I love it, man. Has the actual art, like going back to the coping and the phases of art, like has that changed through COVID? So like obviously first few months you're like, not depressed, but, or whatever you want to, I don't want to label you is what I'm saying, but whatever that is of two months of like, we all felt that I shut down too. In the first two months, it's like going from that to like surging back into art to even here now has like the way that you do art, or has it even been manipulated what you were putting out during this time? I, I can say that, uh, it most definitely started happening because I was drawing how I felt. And I think that's when I drew the 2020 plague doctor, like, Hey, this is what's going on and this is how I feel like it was just like the mm. we pl- both started drawing more plague doctors yeah we got really like yeah. we started yeah. getting more like into political and in real mask. topics yeah uh, you see and, a skeleton behind you with the mask oh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah we were painting how we feel and then like for example that really represents well how we were feeling at the time and that's uh, I guess it was good that we did that because we kind of pulled ourselves out of that funk by yeah. getting what we were feeling out and then producing more things after that yeah yeah like my my depression never went into the art really Mm. it didn't get darker like it used to but yeah we drew more things about it that's kind of interesting how are you able to separate the two or or i I just got tired of drawing darks like Ah. super dark stuff i realized i really like the bright colors yeah you never go wrong with bright colors my dear yeah it was just yeah Figuring out what I wanted more. Yeah. Over time. What are, what do the bright colors for you like do for you when you're using them? Happy. I don't know. Yeah. It's fun, it's fun to look at. Is it like? But I mean, is it giving you the ability to project light back into like the world kind of thing? I maybe it makes me happier using them for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I want to like say it's like like art, the visual arts, like the visual repre- representation of like what a song would be almost yeah. like. Sometimes when I would draw things, I'd listen to music while I draw and just let the song translate into my hand and just yeah. become a thing. It's like when, like uh, when I would do like some of the scary, spooky shit that I that you see me do, I'd yeah. be listening like for like uh, metal bands or Manson or Chapel or whatever bands like that. I just yeah. like let the music kind of uh, influence like, you. Yeah, it influences. Definitely. That's cool. So for you, music mm-hmm. is actually a pretty big medium. Yeah, in your art. yeah. It's just like. God, I had it. I fucking lost it. No, it's fine. Yeah, Do yeah. you use music too for like that, or does it feel like you need you don't need it as much? I don't know. I listen to music constant, so yeah, it's and not as much. And yeah, so it doesn't matter. And that's, yeah. and that's the medium that like the sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely do agree though that music makes me feel a certain emotion. Like certain 
like music does. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've even kind of like, I'll, I'll go months where I kind of like not fast, but I'll put myself on like, uh, just instrumentals. So I'll just listen to like lo-fi, like beats. And, uh, because I find that like, in a lot of ways, what are we, but like the stories that we tell ourselves, you know, we're like story beings. So Mm -hmm. we live by stories. So if you're listening to certain stories, it's like you become them. But like, again, you know, so it's like, so sometimes I feel like I have to like kind of purge myself, you know, or, or listen to specific things that I feel like are going to lift me up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like with you wanting to use brighter colors. You're like, I yeah. do this because it makes me happy. So it's like, I have a whole playlist of songs that like, just make me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely good uh, if you can write off the music's emotion, get you out of, of a funk, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. One thing I thought I was thinking about too, is like, I think an emotional, that an emotion that we've all experienced in 2020 has been anger (laughs) and so i was wondering so i was wondering like how do you uh how do you guys how have you like dealt with that kind of stuff because i found like like even today i get like just caught in it sometimes you know like i was just frustrated because i had so much going on and i was like i I just don't know how i'm gonna get all this done and i just got a lot of pressure and i found myself getting upset and then i was like lost in it you know and like lot and then just made it like even worse and i just Mm -hmm. like couldn't get out of it and i was just like who am i right now like what is going on Mm -hmm. you know you just kind of get lost in this loop man and i feel like that it's such a common emotion that people are feeling lately Mm -hmm. and uh, everyone's already on edge so it's easier to even slip into that emotion so i was wondering just kind of like how do you guys feel about it how do you deal with it uh do you want to answer first jason oh i zoned out i got adhd no (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, say say the question real quick yeah essentially just like how how are you dealing with like those lower emotions like anger and stuff like that like i mean like you know we could i mean dude it's like run the gamut of what is going on in society that has like at least one of them has made you feel the emotion of anger, you know, in 2020. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you, how do you deal? Like, with I mean, that? I do as much as I can about it. I, uh, do you have rituals? Like, I don't mean like magic and necessarily, but just like things that you do every art, day. Art, art is almost like a magic ritual. No, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that's where a lot of my emotion goes. So when you I don't put my emotion into it, yeah, but my emotions feed it. Let's say that, like, okay, let me give you an example. So let's say, like, two days ago, you were like pissed at X, Y, Z. Let's just make it up. Like, it might have never happened or whatever. But let's just say you were just like fucking enraged. Like, what does Jason do now? Like, you know, what I mean, like, what is your ritual to get away from that emotion? I put my phone down. I come down here and I work. Hell come yeah. down to the backyard and make something big. Kick a few cans around. Stay Mother outside. Fucking- <laughs> stay outside for a while. <laughs> Get it out. Paint something big. How long do you feel like from that moment of anger to like relief? Like, is it like the when the brush touches the paint, or is it like halfway through like something, or like you just find that you it's just alleviated eventually after i get the line work down and start doing the first outline before color okay right there so when you i'm not like 10 minutes in 10 minutes in yeah then all of a sudden you're like lost in it damn i really feel like that's all it takes Mm -hmm. is just to like avert your attention just like 10 minutes and then it's it's a distraction exactly yeah i feel like i uh to the, when to the question about what would you what would you do if you were, were angry? Uh, there was a point I don't remember if it was in July or June. There came a point where I was so overwhelmed with uh, how much I was doing with yeah. packing orders and doing art and then commissions and then yeah. 
planning shit. I, like there came a point where like the slightest thing just pissed me off. Like, oh, yeah. like even like my brother, somebody asking me a question or somebody knocking on the door, or the birds chirping, literally anybody, any <laughs> other yeah. existence was a nuisance to me when I was in that state of mind. Yeah. And I, I don't like that. I hated that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get out of it. But the only thing I could do to get out of that state was just focus on one thing like put the little thing they do on the mm, horses and focus on this just yeah. one specific task nothing else exists but that task and then move on to the next and then move on to the next That's and then good. you can't let nothing interrupt you um until you can get yourself out of that state i'll tell you that state's terrible man i ended up shaving my head whoa yeah like like the my hair was dangling in my face just a little bit but enough where it irritated me or i was yeah, just got rid of like, it. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah, I woke up like the next morning, like, oh god, I really fucking shaved my head, dude. <laughs> fuck. And I told my sister, she's like, "Why'd you do?" It? I was like, "Dog, I just did it, bro. Don't question me, bro. I just did it. I don't have a different answer, bro. It just happened. Honestly, that's yeah. I felt much better afterwards, though. Like, I don't know why I just did. It was like a like literally a breath of fresh air, but on my head. Yeah. (laughs) What's so weird about anger and it's very hard to do this in the moment, but like, if you think about it, like if you could really look at your anger in the moment, because I can sometimes like, sometimes I'll catch myself, you know, enough to where I can like start actually thinking and not Mm -hmm. be like just completely engulfed in that emotion. But like, I feel like if you could just do that, you, and you really think deeper into why you're feeling that most of the time, it seems like it's just like fear you know, it's like basic emotions. It's like, for me, the deeper I look into it, I've found that it's like helplessness. So it's like, if there's, if I feel oh, helpless, like if I feel helpless, then like, actually it's like anger manifests yeah, because I feel out of control. And so it's like, like there's nothing in your power that you can do. Exactly. And so I'm angered yeah. by that, that like, I can't like figure it out or control that, that thought or that situation. So it, it just makes me feel even more uncomfortable, which makes me angry that I'm uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or that, or that things aren't going to work out the way that I would like them to work out, you know? Yeah. And so it's like the weirder, the it's like when you can catch yourself and you see that, then it, like it completely to me, like demolishes that emotion. Cause you're like, ah, oh, shit, dude. Like, yeah, you notice it. yourself like yeah, getting yeah, angry. Like, yeah. It's like having like a second person there, but yes. it's in your head. It's like, look, buddy, you're losing yourself on this project. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> yeah, go have a beer. <laughs> relax. I know you're exactly what you're talking. Yeah, like, like you, like, like you I have to. Have, my, I wish my voice in my head talked <laughs> like that. Yo, dude, chill out. Go have a beer. Like, you're Doug, losing it on this project. Like, Mine's I, like, you fucking suck it, dumbass. Don't like, get me wrong. I hear that shit too. Like, no, yeah, th- there's no, like no. the supportive side of you, and then there's yeah. the side like, why the fuck ain't you done with this, bro? It's been yeah. like a week, and you only have the sketch done. Your client's waiting, bro, and you're gonna disrespect them like that. Yes. Give him his money back. I'm like. Holy shit. I have the same emotions. Damn, dude. Mm -hmm. Cause same thing with, I I have like projects like that, you know? And it's like, you feel the same fucking emotion Mm -hmm. where you're like, damn, dude, I don't, I don't want, it's almost kind of like, would you liken it to imposter syndrome where like, I think that's kind of become this new like 2020 term, but it's very, it is, it is a lot. Like I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, because we've, we've spent most of our lives now on social media or on our phones. So it's like, we've projected into this virtual reality uh, this version of us that's very curated 
And so we know when, when we're in the real world, we're not that curated. And we're like, we feel more exposed. Yeah. We're like, shit, you're going to see. Like, I can't think about, I mean, think about when you make a post, dude, how long do you think about making that copy? You're like, what I got to say about my art and this and that. You at least. What hashtag. Exactly. Yeah. So you've yeah. put thought into it. When you're out in public, you're just like. You're just you're like, you're it just, is what it is. You see like, what you see. Yeah, yeah. You're like, and so it's like more vulnerable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for a lot of people, that's, you know, there's, I guess there's even like the, the level of, I don't know why this jumped in my uh, head, but that word doom scrolling. Have you ever heard of that? Like where you just get on, oh. it's essentially you're just on social media and it's called doom scrolling. Cause all you see is like the world, like mm, yeah. shitty. And then you get addicted to that, like doom scrolling where it's mm-hmm. like, you're looking at news articles and you see the same 20 because it's all from different art. Like, yeah. news or, or I go try to find the bad news. Yeah. Because our brain, like our brain kind of wants to know that. I mean, psychologically for, for thousands of years, right? We wanted to know where the danger was. Like we wanted yeah, to, yeah. I want to know where the fucking tigers are in the woods. Like <laughs> I will remember that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I might forget where water is, but I will remember where the tigers where are. You have to like, absolutely exactly. avoid. Yeah, exactly. Mean, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think our brain is geared toward like wanting to know the negative, you know? Mm-hmm. And so how do you stay away from that then? Do you I it, just put my phone down? Yeah. Go create. Do you use the limit thing on your phone? No. Like what, what's the limit it, There's thing? a thing on your phone where you can like it'll tell you like after you like you can limit it like so i use it but i was just about to tell you that i override it so i was like (laughs) but like essentially what happens is like you can say i only want to spend two hours on my iphone and then after on on instagram and then after two hours it'll like pop up and like a black screen like you've used your time Mm -hmm. and then there is a little button at the bottom it's like ignore for like one minute or 15 Uh minutes or like indefinitely and i find myself like when i'm really policing myself i'm doing fairly good and and i can stay off my phone for like do you know how long you guys have been i mean on? i record on my phone too so that's true do you I know your screen time like, i stay off of facebook do i don't you, necessarily know my screen time but screen i know time? it's enough to where like there comes a point where i get mad at myself yeah you know like how you said like there's like uh, another voice in your head that's like bro really you still on that fucking phone bro yeah. it's been two hours yeah. what have you done today yeah. have you even have you even made breakfast, bro? Your, do- your dog's <laughs> hungry, bro. Shit, go for chiquita. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you dude. got responsibility. First, go be human. Do human yeah. shit. And then go uh, chill on your phone for a little bit. I need your inner voice, dude. So I, I'll, bad. I'll give it to you, my dude. That motherfucker keeps me up at night. Like, what did you do that was not done? That could, what, what have you not done that can be done in two minutes, bro? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I, complain, uh, I complain to my girl a lot. Preach, like, dude. Huh? That'll preach. I'm saying, go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, like, 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 there are a lot of nights where I can't get no sleep because I'm just laying down and I'm just like, can you shut the fuck? I'll be like, you didn't finish those cutouts. It takes like an hour, hour and thirty if you're quick. I'm like, yeah. oh, bro. It's like, you know the amount of time it takes to finish this commission. Why ain't you doing it? Why you can't sleep? I'm like, because you won't shut up. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know what it is called, bro. You can, you can trick yourself into it. Mm. Like give yourself a goal Say I'll do 30 minutes of this Then 30 minutes of social media mm. And then you get into that flow state And, and then you're just two like, hours yeah. later You're done with what you need yeah. to do mm-hmm. I agree and it is always that like Little tiny hump Where you just have to like get yourself into it Because I'm the same way man It's like it's hard when you're, a, you're your own boss right? Mm-hmm. It's like I can get up when I want I can like accidentally Look on my phone for two hours in bed instead yeah. of like. But then you're right It's like if I don't get the fuck up up and start moving mm-hmm. but it's like 
If I don't, then it makes it that much easier to be lazier that day. I found that if I just get up and get grinding, mm-hmm. like I almost can't like sit down. And I actually, uh, a friend of mine uses like a standing desk and about, I don't know, like three or four weeks ago, I finally made the move due to a, switch, a standing desk mm-hmm. and it's changed my fucking life. It keeps bro. you productive? Yes, dude. Like, yeah. like next <laughs> level. You know, like yeah. I used to like need a little power nap and shit during the day. And like, if I'm really grinding and just standing, I can just keep going, dude. I have you energy. feel like that, like this, like this un was like an unspoken feeling where like, all right, I'm standing up. I'm able, I can do yes, shit. I I'm, have to, Yeah, I, I can do more things than I would sitting down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how your body's that, just more engaged. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, there's an archaic feeling of like, we're up, we're doing things. Mm-hmm. You're sitting down. You're like, we're relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's subliminal, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude. And if you get inebriated at all during the day, then fuck, then you're really screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you're sitting down, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, well, that's l- it too. I don't, don't touch any substance till after That's dinner. That's smart, mm-hmm. dude. So I have my full work day no wake with and no subs, no wake and bake. Whoa. What about on Saturday? No. Unless really? if I'm hanging outside, yeah. if I'm painting a mural, then yeah. Yeah. But that's 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 important. But dude, not yeah. till not till dinner, and then after dinner, I still work. But yeah, then it's wide open. Yeah. I feel like because like we kind of want to work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. Or it doesn't feel like work at all. That's yeah, why yeah. we kind of just what I want to do all day. Yeah. Like let's, yeah. like, let's say if I finish packing orders and I finish one commission and, like, I'm done, that's it. That's what my schedule is meant for that whole day. And afterwards, I'm like, I'm going to get, get fucking shit-faced and then, like, I'm still going to draw because that's what I like to do. And that's when I came up with the fucking handsome Pennywise drawing. Literally, yes. it doesn't feel like work. You just yeah. do it. I didn't know I was working at the time, but I ended up turning it into merchandise and having other that, cool stuff. Having that schedule, though. Really that's helps. Good. Time management yeah. is important it's really important what does that look like for you like for time Uh, management i go for a walk every day that's the Uh, first thing you do yeah yeah go for a walk come home make breakfast go package uh get on the computer do computer work then uh come outside create something make a video for tiktok or instagram make dinner then work on whatever else where's your most productive time of the day like, like in other words, like your most energy where you're like, just in that like flow state, like one to four, one to four. Yeah. Dog, one to I, six, maybe. I feel that shit in the morning. Just yeah. That's like, me like, too. Like I hit, I have the feeling in the morning is like, all right, if I finish all the necessary things that yep. have to be done, I have the rest of the day to accomplish other minor tasks yeah. that can be done. Like morning is just packaging. So you're packaging. all like your rocks first. You're big yeah, like, boys. Like, Go hard or go home. You know what I mean. You gotta hand. I I handle what needs to be handled first. Because if not, I'm gonna stress about it. Yeah. For the rest of the day. And once that's handled, okay, cool. Now I can do the chill tasks. Like yeah. first, it's packaging, then doing wood cutouts, and then like designing and commissioning and stuff. And then afterwards, there's like the social media, the TikTok. I had to convince myself that that shit is work. You know, because oh, yeah, the longest yeah. time, I'm yeah. just I'm just on there. I'm like. Is this really working? Like, dude, you're promoting and creating content for yeah. viewers to potentially purchase. Shut up. It's work. Do it. Just Especially for get artists, into it. dude. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Artists, like, social media is huge, mm-hmm. dude. I'm the same way. I definitely got to get up. Uh, like, my power time is honestly probably, like, 11 to, like, 2. 
Like that's like prime, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely feel the surge in the morning, but I have to be active like you as well. I I wish I would walk. That's actually when you were saying that. I was like, man, that's a really good idea. I could just take my family on a walk every morning. Like I should do that because that would be nice. Just getting outside. They say mm-hmm. it's even really big. I mean, we're basically organisms, plants, right? Well, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to walk. I yeah. want to sleep all morning. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That you. That's what I'm saying. But you get yeah. out and make yourself do it. Yeah. Though. Well, it helps with my partner's medical yeah. issues. Okay. But I bet you more than you know it probably helps you though. You oh, know I know I mean? it helps me. Getting going, dude, and like that that freaking like yeah. sunlight yeah. in your first face, thing dude. in the morning. First thing in the morning, yeah. That's something I need to do is get out of the house more. Cause I find myself because I'm always indoors working, like sometimes I won't see the daylight. Like I just like literally be inside, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes wears on my mind. You know Ooh, what I mean? During winter? Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. The office job I used to have, I would you know, my only sunlight would be the 40 minutes it drove, <sighs> took the drive to work. Damn. I'd get off work and it'd be dark. Oh. Damn, dude. Yeah. Having to miss the sun. God, I don't miss that feeling at all. You know no. what I mean? Like, you're you're in the work, you look out your window, God, it's such a nice fucking day for a fucking picnic or a fucking a beer or soccer, literally anything Let's but this. Go. You know what I yeah, mean? Just like something dude. that's worth doing. Yeah. For you. 100%. My mm-hmm. wife changed my perspective a lot. She said, like, uh, she had this kind of revelation. Uh, she was actually working part-time at, I was a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. She was working part-time at uh, Home Depot. And there was this thought of, like, you're either building your dream or you're building someone else's dream. Exactly. So, like, you know what I mean? So, it's like, if you're, so if you're no. working at Home Depot, He's you're, you're, you're building Home Depot's yeah. dream. You're, you're, building, you're achieving their yes, goals exactly. for them. You're for working them. for... Yeah. You hit it on the nail. Yeah, I like that. So it's Shit. like, so that's literally kind of the way we live our life. And it's like, yeah, is it stressful sometimes to think that like, what if people stop buying my art? Like, or what if oh, this or what if that uh-huh. or, or what if, what if, what if, but you can't live in the land of what if, but what is in the present moment? And like you said, staying in the rituals. That and happens getting sometimes. Up. Yes. People sure. stop buying sometimes for yeah. like a month. Yeah, exactly. And you get kind of caught up in your head like, oh damn, did I do something wrong? Am I not creating what I should be? Am I not like, you know, and yada, yada, you can get caught up in your head. That you shit know? can get to you, man. You feel like, like, that I think that that impacts like in how you draw or what you draw. Like yeah. most definitely, like it makes you want to hop onto certain trends as opposed to doing what you would you would like to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for sure, man. Sometimes it's not even you. It's like a algorithm. Mm. It's Instagram blocking your stuff. You right. That's that crazy. option sucks, dude. The whole fucking like the way it's run sucks. I didn't I didn't mean to say the option, but like the whole having to pay for people to see your shit. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, if you're good, you deserve eyes on you, bro. Why are yeah. you coughing up a hundred bucks to Yeah, no, I no, I totally agree, man. Um, dude, and I the same thing, that was actually why I bowed out of Instagram. Because yeah. like, I mean, essentially when I started back in on my platform and then blew it up, like it was all organic and it was like awesome. And like, Mm -hmm. if you had someone that tagged you that had a big following, like you would get hundreds of followers. Like you might get, like if someone had like 20,000 followers and they tagged you, you would get like 200 followers. Mm -hmm. Like now you would get maybe five, like maybe. And so I'm saying it's like, it's just like, it's changed so much that like, I kind of became a little jaded like that. I didn't want to invest so much energy in it. Cause I was like, for what? Like, why mm-hmm. am I losing my mind over this? Like no one's going to fucking, yeah. the algorithms have just got me so jacked up. I'm yeah. just like, you know, but then you get caught in your head and you have to like, well, I got to keep doing something, you mm-hmm. know, I got to stay out there.
there. I got to stay. But y'all are staying out the podcast. The TikTok has been your has been the yeah. biggest boom for y'all. We can't stress enough how helpful wow. TikTok really has been. It really took like overnight for me to start making an even more like Whoa. more beneficial income enough for me to want to invest in more in myself. Dude. Really, it's. Dude. I suggest you get on it highly. Damn, yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Damn, man, y'all are, y'all turning me on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. And it, it really can be. You weren't kidding when you yeah. said overnight. When, once I posted that, that one RP of that ridiculous art piece and I was seeing like notifications go up 100 followers in like wow. an hour and like, then like 200 in like 30 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then yeah. an influx of orders coming in. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I got to handle wow. all this shit now. And people are getting eyes on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking dope. It felt dude. good. You yeah. know, it felt really good. Like people are validating you and like your shit's good. More people are seeing it's a really good ego booster, I'll tell you that. Let's yeah. go, dude. Mm-hmm. Yo, just get on it. Be beard daddy. Yeah, beard daddy. <laughs> beard daddy. Beard daddy tiny dick. Seven oh seven oh eight eight. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Just like fucking some dumbass right. handle. Underscore, underscore, underscore. Six seven nine eight forty eight six nine or rubber ducks. Um, like, dude, this is a, rubber ducks. This is a great place to wrap up, man. If people want to check out your art, your TikToks, like, what's the best way to do that? Uh, Manic Lord on anything. Yeah. M a n i c l a w d. Let's go, dude. Well. Same thing. Literally, Jimmy Jam, Boom Bam, anything. Put that shit on Google, I'll pop up. Put that shit on Google, (laughs) I'll pop up. Yeah. (laughs) That shit a real right there, dude. (laughs) Dude, honestly, this is so much fun, man, dude. It's, dude, Jason, can I say that, like, I feel like it's been so cool, even from, like, our last podcast to now, how much has, like, changed for you and your life, dude. It's just really cool, man, to see it, like all this growth and shit, dude. And I can't wait for the next podcast that we do like this. And oh, hell yeah. however, when that like, and how much growth has happened and how much has changed, dude. Cause that's the one thing that really is true. It's change, man. It's nature's delight. And that's one thing that's going to fucking happen is change. We'll make sure Kate's on that next one. We'll yeah. Let's go. We'll yeah. make sure. We'll, we'll make sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. We'll grab her. She fucking won't know. make yeah, she won't sure, know. Or dude. pop up like at her place. Just like surprise. Fucking all right. make what, sure. Up? Hell yeah, dude. Cool. That's what we're uh,